0: fit fit Fitna- Fitna-
1: awesome. The way your fingers fit mine is five plus five, not a rocket science. This day and time, that's hard to find. It's true. The road we're on traffic jam it's a sunny drive on a piece of land it's paradise as long as i'm with you it's like one two three just as easy as can be just the way you look at me you make me smile ain't no complicate complicated we both know that's overrated we've been there it's safe to say it ain't our style it's just that simple That's it.
0: is fit nation. If you are a veteran and you're struggling or feel like you're leading a path towards the darkness, stop and think about those who are around you. Think about how they truly value you, how they will miss you. You are not alone. You need to talk to someone. Someone will listen to you. If you feel like you'll be a burden, again, or you feel embarrassed to share what's going on with you to your friends or family, call the anonymous anonymous hotline at 1-800-273-8255 and take option one. If you're a new listener, thanks for joining us. Please subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast apps to include the military broadcast radio app and check out our family of shows there. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at the underscore misfit nation that's the underscore misfit nation subscribe and click the bell this will keep you up to date with our latest news episodes and of course stories of our guests speaking our which, our next guest is a best-selling author host of the best self podcast lifelong educator has more than two decades of experience serving others raising leadership lids helping others climb onto the positive train and investing into the best version of themselves in his journey, he has learned the lessons of le- leaning into struggle, shaping his own shade of awesome, and embracing the success road. He has a soft spot in his heart for all individuals starting from the ground up, and even more for those being overlooked because they aren't deemed typical. Having a son on the autism spectrum, on the autism spectrum, he has truly embraced the success road, leading from the front, serving as chief encouragement officer for those starting in the back and helping those in the middle. Not just get even, but get ahead are his passions, whether it be in the military, in the emergency room, the classroom, the executive leadership team, the sports team, or the individual who reminds us that getting the greater is coming. So without further ado, let's welcome Brad Dalton from Misfit Nation. Welcome, Brad. How are you?
2: Man, that's gonna, it's going to take a lot to live up to that. I will promise to not completely burn your podcast to the ground in one day.
0: I hope I hope I sold you well there, and uh, <laughs> my marketing skills were good enough there. And uh, even though I fumbled the mic a little bit there, I got you and got through there. And now we're back together here after a long wait. I think we first connected and just before Christmas. I think we first. Mm-hmm. It took a little while to get you here, but the, our roads have crossed, and the Zoom world got us together. So welcome in, Brad. It's great to have you. Uh, if you don't mind, share a little bit about your story with that I didn't share. Right, Misfit Nation
2: sure well uh, pro- uh, maybe we'll get to dive into it I've, I've got a little uh, military in my family as well uh, we can we can dive into that a little bit later but I yeah I'm a, uh you know one of the most more common things I get asked is how do I get into this lane I am a career educator my wife's a career educator and uh, we've got two kids and one of which is a, a college baseball player, and the other one's on the autism spectrum. And uh, a common question is, "How did I get to where I'm at? And was I always this way? And I've always been a positive guy. I've always regarded myself as a tough-minded an optimist uh, and an encouragement officer for others. But when uh, when our youngest was diagnosed on the autism spectrum, I, I generally describe that as the 15 minutes sucker punch to the gut because my wife, my wife and I are both very personable. We're social. If you were at a wedding with us, we'd be dominating the wedding dance floor. I mean, we just, we just, we generally like people. We like to talk. We were both college athletes. Uh, And what we knew as career educators was that anyone deemed non-typical generally gets othered they get othered they get they get shunned by society they have a hard time making friends uh, I mean, we knew that our kid on the spectrum was gonna was gonna have all that people were gonna look at him funny on an airplane people were gonna look funny at him at a, a grocery market because they don't understand why he's banging his head on the floor that kind of stuff and so we knew all that was common so that 15 minute ride home was rough and by the time I got home, by the time I strolled into our driveway, I, you know, there was tears. Uh, my stomach was in knots, but I just decided that I wasn't going to do this to him. I wasn't going to carry a loser mentality in life. This isn't this wasn't going to be something that I was going to look at life as. This isn't fair. It's not good. Not fair for me. It's not fair for him to carry that kind of mentality. So what have I gotta do in the next 15 years to give him the best life possible and to make our lives the best life possible? Uh, we wanted to think like winners. We wanna think like champions. And so I, I shifted my mentality and I really started to grasp the success road, meaning the process. Really got into, I was always a process guy, but man, you know everyone's so into data and results and, and, and goals and whatnot. I really became into growth. I really came into growth because what works for our kid on the spectrum today may not work two weeks from now. And you might have to go through a bunch of different stuff to get to your desired identity or your desired goals or whatever. So I that that really became me and I really took on that identity and that's really just grown. And that's, that's where I'm at today. That's kind of been my goal to being a, a speaker and a better educator and the best husband and, and father i can be best friend i could be and i jump on cool podcasts like misfit nation over here Um uh, that's kind of how i've gotten to where I've, I've gone
0: i mean it's a it's a journey in itself uh you know any parent that gets that news even if they kind of know what's going on they kind of know they kind of feel being educators i'm sure you've seen others that were mm-hmm. on and had uh, been diagnosed before you didn't want to hear it you didn't want to hear it. Your, your child had it as well. And yeah. you said that 15 minutes of the sucker punch to your gut that had to really resonate with you. And it, it has resonated with you. It made you into a different person, made you into a stronger person with that growth mentality. Uh, you have two boys, both are probably doing great anyway. One's a baseball player and one is ro- probably rocking in school as well.
2: Yeah. So yeah, he's slaying it. He's slaying doing great. <laughs> yeah. And what, what grades do you teach? Uh, right now I teach high school. Okay. I've taught everywhere from elementary to Boise State University. I kind of <laughs> a little bit of everything, everything but middle school. I think the ankle biters are my favorite, but, uh, but I dig the high schoolers too. They're, you know, everything's about relationships, right? So it's just a different kind of conversation, different kind of relationship. Uh, but if your juice is people, it, it doesn't really matter where you're at because, uh, your juice is people, people right. are people.
0: In middle school is a little challenging with the all the changes they're going through at that point
2: yeah and uh,
0: yeah you have to have a lot of patience and the perseverance i'd like to call it
2: for sure yeah
0: my wife's an eighth grade teacher so uh, i understand the the strong okay. struggle there
2: she's yeah. a special lady yes <laughs> that's the one age group that i've always not wanted to touch <laughs> that's peep man those are special you are special if you're if you're an eighth grade teacher because that is a completely different dynamic. They are at a, an, an awkward age where they're, yeah, they're really trying to figure, figure themselves out. And yeah, perseverance is a good word. Right. <laughs> make, make it through the battle every day. I like
0: to call it. Yeah. So what sports did you and your wife play?
2: My wife was a, a division one basketball player. She was a Gatorade player of the year, senior year in high school. And, uh, I was a college baseball player. I played a couple of years of JC baseball, and both of us, our bodies, kind of told us we had to quit. <laughs> I had, I was beat up in all kinds of areas, and she had five reconstructive foot surgeries. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's weird. We're, but we're. I wanna, My, I feel my body right now. I feel like I'm a hundred years old, but my mind thinks I'm 21.
0: <laughs> I think we, we all do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It hurts a little bit when you do that. You think a little too much like that because you hurt yourself even more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's a, a lesson I, I fail to learn from.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you still play with your son that's in college? Do you still throw
2: with him? We play catch. Yeah. My arms banged up too, so I I, <laughs> I, I I do my best. Like I'll throw batting practice to him, but I can only throw so far. It's not, my UCL on my elbow, my labrum, in my shoulder, everything's. Everything's banged up, uh, but I, I throw short distance. I throw batting practice to them and I hit ground balls and I'll coach them up a little. bit. I was also a head baseball coach for the better part of 20 years. So uh, I still love, I love coaching in general, whether it be for, you know, clients doing personal development or, or execs or, or kids on a baseball diamond, I would coach anything. I would coach on the hardwood and basketball. If I had time, I just, I just love coaching.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a win-win situation. I think when you're a coach, you get to see the growth of the players yeah. and you also get to see if your, your thought process is actually working through them to get it out there. If you're win trophies, win trophies, whatever. But if, if they go on to be better people in life, that's even a bigger win. I believe.
2: It's awesome. I talked to a guy this last weekend that I coached 15 years ago for an hour on the phone. He was just calling to shoot it with me. Uh <laughs> You know, that's, that's the good stuff right there. When a student or a client or, a, or, a, or a former player, yeah. Reaches back and just, they just, they don't even have anything they're asking for. They just, they just want to catch up with you because the, the impact you had on them. It's cool.
0: Definitely. So we talked about the different layers of different ages of, that you've taught and all the different things you've done. What is, what's the true power, power grid in life to keep you moving forward?
2: relationships yeah relationships are the true power grid in life i mean you want to make money you better get good at relationships you want to thrive in any kind of circle any kind of environment any kind of team any kind of office space any kind of anything you better make relationships your your power grid because uh you know i always say this like not everyone's the leader but everyone's a leader to somebody so It doesn't matter what circle you're running in. You're going to be influenced on somebody. And so you want to be into relationships. You want to learn how other people's tick, how other people work, what what they like, what they don't like. You need to be into that stuff because if you're not, you're just going to have a bunch of failed relationships. You're not going to have fun doing what you do. I mean, like I said, you could be a solopreneur and you still need to be good with relationships. i've never met a leader or a customer that wasn't a person so (laughs) yeah
0: and if that starts happening it's it's a whole new world we're in and now you're talking to the robot wars so it's different at that point you saw that relationship with that robot though so (laughs)
2: and
0: on relationships what have you seen is the number one deal killer in a relationship what a relationship killer itself
2: sure well communication communication uh, 90% of all relationships fail because of communication. So either someone's really bad at it, uh, or they don't do it at all. Like maybe you do communicate, but you just you're not you're not very good at it. Maybe it feels like you're always talking at them. Maybe it never feels like you're speaking with them. Maybe you yourself don't even seem interested. You seem disinterested in the stuff coming out of your mouth. Why would anybody want to buy into anything that's coming out of your mouth if you don't even seem and and maybe you are, but you know maybe you're unaware that you're being timid, or maybe you're unaware that you're being over the top aggressive, or maybe you're you don't know that you're a talk adder, you know maybe you got these things going on you don't even mean to do it, or you know like I said maybe you don't even communicate at all. My my brother, he's a savvy business guy, uh, and he once asked me he said you know Brad you know what the number one deal killer in business is? And I was like, uh, what? And he said, time, time is the number one deal killer. And yeah, anyone that knows business knows about the follow up and, and knows this. When when Whether it be a, a normal relationship or a business relationship, when you don't, when we, you mean we, when we don't talk, people start making up their own stuff and it's usually negative stuff. Usually people start thinking of all these reasons why you're not talking to them and they're assuming they've done something wrong and it a lot of times it gets out of control and you can't recover. It's damaged control that you can't recover from because you weren't talking. So, yeah, communication's a deal killer.
0: And a lot of times people don't listen to hear. They listen to speak. And
2: oh, I call that the listen to reply guy. Yeah. 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 I, I love that. Yeah. You got to be quick to listen and slow to speak.
0: Like, if someone else, if a one upper was here and you were talking about your baseball journey, oh, I did this, I know a guy. But, you know, right. How about we just talk about the whole sentence?
2: Yes. You know, yeah. I mean, oh, you'd... man. Yeah. I, I feel you there. Yeah. The dude that can't wait to share his opinion. When are you going to stop so I can start talking, guy? Yeah.
0: Or even jump on you and, and start talking. So, you, all right. I guess I'm done. And, uh, yeah. You have it, buddy. And, yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I don't remember where I, I learned this from, but I, I, uh, you know, that's called leading with your butt. You know, you, you know, it's not, we're not talking about Beyonce. We're talking about like every time someone's done with their sentence, but no, you know what I got? Uh, yeah.
0: I had to write that down. So it's, it's a good quote.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. So that's a good one. So as you're, uh, you've developed your, your coaching for now other people, others, other than students. Mm-hmm. what is what is better for them to build their success Is it having better a goal list that they can target or is it building a better habit list so oh, grow, yeah. grow, grow themselves into them goals
2: right great question buddy uh yeah i i'm much more so into habits i'm i'm really into growth and you know there's 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 to-do lists and there's to-be lists you know who do you wish to become everyone's you know And I'm not saying goals are bad because goals are good. We all have goals and we all have to-do lists, but those things are all destination oriented and they might motivate you, but they may, they're also, they're not going to, they're probably not going to mature you. You know, we want to be good on the daily. And so when we're good on the daily, we're focusing on our habits. Our habits will tell us who we are. We, our habits will tell us who we are, who we become, it all comes back to habits. It all comes back to what are we doing on the daily? It all comes back to I call them mile markers on our success road. Those are the things that get us to where we want to go. Those are the things that you know, we all like I said we got these goals. If you want to get to these things on the success road, then you've got to change your habits. It's kind of like me not changing my frame of mind and wanting 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 a different result having the same mindset, wanting different goals, wanting to accomplish these things, doing the things the same way. That's like the definition of insanity. Like, you know, so I, I, I'm a big habits guy. I'm a big growth guy. I don't, I'm not anti-goals. I'm not anti-to-do list. I just, when I roll out of bed, man, I want to become a different kind of beast. I don't want to blend in. And so what habits do I have to create to get me to that point? And at no point do I ever want to feel like I've reached reached anything. I always want to feel like I'm becoming. So I feel like you have to be a habit-oriented guy, uh, a to-be-list-oriented guy, to get to those things that you want to get to.
0: Outstanding right there. And if you're, you're coaching them towards their personal growth or successful growth. Absolutely. How do they, how do they define their win?
2: Mm. Well, it's a little different for everybody, but how I define how if I were if I were talking to somebody right now, I would I would ask them to define their win as are the actions I'm about to take, the the next are the next moves for me, are they gonna put me closer to my desired identity? Because if I'm getting closer to my desired identity, that's a win. I'm growing. I'm moving the right direction. The ones like you and I—you mean we—we all know that you're, whatever it is we're gonna go for, it's not gonna happen today. It's gonna and and the best don't ever feel like they've gotten there. They they always feel like they're becoming. And so what what I would say is like for me, success is just that. I wanna I wanna be moving towards my desired identity. And if I have that mindset, I'm not gonna deep dive into pity city. I'm not going to deep dive into victimitis. I'm also not going to get ridiculous high either. I'm always going to be trending up. I'm always going to be ascending. I'm not all, I'm not going to have these, uh, super depressing type moments because my goal isn't a number. My goal is not a you know piece of data. My, my goal is just to be a better version of me. I want to become the best version of myself. I'm going to tie that to my identity.
0: It's awesome. And we talked about uh, building those habits to lead to the growth. Mm -hmm. How does one measure their happiness? Having great habits measure their happiness or does it lead to happiness if they have better habits?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, better habits will lead to better opportunities. Better attitude will lead to better opportunities. And what I've found is when people start focusing on their habits, they start to understand their why a little bit better they everything starts to come together you start to understand your why you know if you if you have a strong why it's a more sustainable plan you also start to learn your what you also start to learn who you would like to become the more you sort out your why and so that leads to motivation and great opportunities don't happen before great motivation you motivation leads to opportunity, the right attitude leads to opportunity, the right mindset leads to opportunity, it's not just, you know, success isn't by chance, success is by choice, so people have got to choose, choose to rectify, to improvise, to adapt, to overcome all those things with their habits, their daily actions, uh, and all that leads to the things that you're talking about,
0: See, so once you get yourself on the right road the right roadmap and get those healthy habits, like you said, you want to wake up each morning and turn into a better beast of yourself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Each morning, if you have that habit to do that, you're going to find that that chime of happiness. You're going to find that that chime of success in your heart and your head, and it'll spread to those around you because they'll mm-hmm. say, hey, Brad's doing this every morning. He wakes up and he takes that shot of beast, beast juice and he's, he goes crazy every morning. And he, he's right. happy. He comes out the house smiling. He gets his boys going and everyone's happy around. him. I want to be like Brad. And that's how you, you build that that camaraderie and you develop that success uh, roadmap. So with that, what, what would be your definition of a great leader? Cause that would be a leader doing that showing that I'm changing myself to be better. Is a leader in your version the same way?
2: Yeah. I, you know, the best kind of leader is the servant leader. Uh, and so the best kind of leader, I would also say the soul-based leader. And the great thing about a soul-based leader is, you know, soul, your soul doesn't give to you know what's about race. Your soul doesn't care about uh, how much money you make. Your soul, uh, a soul-based leader type mentality, it travels well too. It can work in any environment. And so I would say a soul-based leader is one that also identifies that they got to take care of themselves. See the thing about it is like I talk about servant leadership and I talk about soul-based leadership and I've made a living my entire life off serving others. But the the thing about it is you have to also serve yourself. You have to serve yourself some you're a good dude, I'm a good dude, you know, you look at educators, you look at healthcare workers, you look at our First responders, you look at our military. All these people are so busy taking care of other people that they're forgetting to take take care of themselves. You have to invest in yourself. You have to invest in you. You have to bet on you. And this is why, in my opinion, and, and this will help you become a better leader for others. You have to invest in you and serve yourself, and you have to fill your own cup. Because if you're operating on an empty cup, you're ironically limiting everyone else's leadership lids themselves, if that makes sense. They can't become the best version of themselves because you're not becoming the best version of you. Because you're not thinking abundantly and taking care of yourself and filling that cup. Because when we fill that cup, when we fill it, it starts to overflow. And we want everyone around us to benefit from that overflow. If if my, if my platoon or my office or my circle or my roster or my clubhouse, if their leadership lid is right here, it's going to stay there. Or it could even fluctuate the wrong direction if I'm not taking care of business and investing in me. But if I invest in me, as my leadership lid grows, so does theirs. So you're... It's twofold. I mean, you got to serve others. you got to invest in others. But you have to absolutely, more today than maybe ever in my lifetime, we have to invest in ourselves. Not just for us. we got to get selfish. The most selfless thing we can do is to get a little selfish. And by doing that, man, everything gets better. Everyone gets better.
0: Exactly. If our cup's half full, we're not able to... Give a full the full monty to our team or our platoon or our section if we're not right. even correct that way we're giving not giving in our hole. It's a great way to put that and and you lower your lid when you when you're not a waking up with the beast juice every morning and giving them everything right. they need. Right. So now, I mean, you have a book and I can see it behind you there. We didn't we haven't spoke about it. You can bring it up to the front so people can see it a little more, or we can talk about your book here a little bit. All right. That's good. DNA. You bet. bet. Tell us a little bit about the book, bro.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, it's kind of crazy. I didn't actually plan on writing a book. I was, I, I had been doing kind of side hustle, mental stuff for years and whatnot. And then, and COVID hit and I was trying to just find new ways to be a better version of me. And I thought I'd start a podcast and, and mine's called the best self podcast. And no advertising no marketing nothing and in 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 five months i was in 54 countries and it it i just loved i loved i'm sure you feel the sun i love that i'm communicating and and touching lives on different continents and countries of people i'll never meet i just loved having that reach and a couple months few months in uh, one of tony Robbins former publishers reached out to me and said hey we'd, we'd love to do a book with you I was like how do I turn that down so I was like okay uh that wasn't even on my radar but let's let's punch the gas baby so we we did it and it became a bestseller and really the book the the book really uh man the demographics are crazy there's there's 13 year olds that have read it there are 65 year old se- senior citizens that have, that have read it. And it, the, the book is about becoming the best version of you that we all have we all have winter running in our veins. I believe it's our birthright to be excellent. I believe that we've all got incredible, abnormally awesome uh, for some of us lying dormant. Uh, and we've all got it in the tank. We just some of us got to dig it out. So it, it runs through leadership stuff communication stuff relationship stuff anything that can help you really thrive not only just you but live abundantly on a within a team as well so that's the that's a cliff note version it's been a ton of fun I, i've i've dug it i didn't expect any of this but i'm I'm digging it i
0: would love to have tony robbins publisher reach out to me and tell <laughs> him for myself, but kudos to you and uh I mean, you came out during a, a wild time in our world. Uh, have you been able to go like do in-person signings or everything's been virtual? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it hasn't. I would like to be live a lot more. I'm probably live 30% of the time. Mm-hmm. I, I speak 70% of my stuff is still virtual, which I've learned to, to get after. I, if you would have told me before virtual, cause I'm a real, I mean, right now I'm locked down in a chair, but, uh, I can at times look like a fly caught in a trap. Just, I mean, I'm, I'm a high energy guy. So I, if you would have told me before COVID that you'd be speaking 70% of the time through a monitor, I would have told you you're crazy. This will never last. But, but it's, it's worked out. I'm, I am hoping to flip that switch here in the next couple of years, uh, get more live. And, and I just, I just it, maybe it's selfish. I love to feel the audience too right i i love that part of it i like i like being right there with them i feel like i'm more with them
0: and you get the instant feedback when you're with them you can feel the right. energy, vibe coming off of them uh, whereas on on the zoom you don't even know if they're wearing pants when you're on the
2: zoom so <laughs> you, that's right
0: you hope they yeah. are and you hope they're they're not sure <laughs> <laughs> but you're not getting any of that real vibe unless you can see every screen while you're talking and see their faces it's it's real right. it it takes a little bit of that uh, in person or the the socialization out of it. And I think for a lot sure. of speakers, a lot of speakers did pivot to the virtual world and because you know, they needed to live, but it, it wasn't the, the happy point for them. Right. So well, Brett, it's, I mean, it's
2: definitely a lot more cost effective. Oh yeah. For everybody. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of speaker. I've got friends that are making more than they've ever made and they're never leaving their home. <laughs> you know, they're, they're making more money. I'm not against money. Money's cool. But for me, the juice I know, I mean, I know what I make per event just because I'm involved in all that. Um, and I know my pricing, but I, money's never been a driving force for me. Like revenue is cool, but growth is my motivator. Impact is my motivator. So I, I, that's why i like live better i just feel like like you said i can feel it i can feel it more so when i'm there in front and that instant feedback connecting eyes seeing people smile in person uh adds to my juice seeing
0: them laugh at your jokes if you say a joke
2: you're yeah a all right, right. It
0: through. i know it went through that's
2: good i'm not <laughs> oh, exactly great <laughs> exactly
0: Brad, how does someone contact you to maybe have you come speak for him or speak virtually or even contact you for coaching help?
2: Sure. Yeah. Uh, thanks for asking. Yeah. If if someone were to email brad at braddaltonspeaks.com, brad at braddaltonspeaks.com, uh, I'll get back to you directly. I'll get back to you personally. It won't be a bot or, or an assistant. Uh, it'll be me. It'll be me. If you if you want to just learn more about coaching opportunities, uh, you can use the same email address. Either way, uh, I'll get back to you. There are coaching opportunities, one on one, group cohorts, uh, straight up video, uh, you, you name it. There's a lot of different options. And if you're looking to find the book, the book if you just search DNA the or Brad Dalton, it'll be it'll pop right up. So. Thanks for asking buddy. No problem.
0: Like make sure you get your, your links out there and you can help other people with their growth as they're coming out of this cloud that we were in for two years and they need to stretch their arms and legs and grow and get out of the cloud that said everything's negative and be positive as they move forward. Mm -hmm. That'd be great. So Brad, thank you for taking some of your time tonight to hang out with us here and share your story with the Misfit Nation.
2: You bet, buddy. I really enjoyed it.
0: Awesome. Have a good night. Thanks.
3: Won't you stay a little while Keep me safe Cause there's monsters right outside Daddy, please don't go I don't want to be alone Cause the second that you're gone They're gonna know Before he went to bed He grabbed my hand and said Just cause I'm leaving, it don't mean it, I won't be right by your side When you need me, you can't see me, in the middle of the night Just close your eyes and say a prayer, it's okay, I know you're scared when I'm not Take me far away I know I act tough But there's a churning in my gut Cause I just can't call you up When things get rough Before i left, empty hug my neck And said, Just cause you're leaving It don't mean it I won't be right by your side When you need See me in the middle of the night. Just close your eyes and say a prayer. It's okay, I know you're scared I might be here, but I'll always be right there. Even though you're. you stay a little while I never thought I'd see the day I had to say goodbye Daddy please don't go I can't do this on my own There's no way that I can walk this road alone Daddy grabbed my hand and said Just cause I'm leaving It don't mean it. I won't be right by your side When you need me and you can't see me In the middle of the night Just close your eyes and say a prayer It's okay, boy, I ain't scared I won't be here, but I'll always be right there Even though I'm leaving, I ain't going
0: You know how we do this. Thanks for taking some of your time to spend with us on Fit Nation. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and share the link as much as possible. If you want to, please become a supporter to help us carry this thing on. We appreciate you. If you know someone that brings that energy, has a great story, is an up-and-comer in any industry of music, in the arts, have them reach out to us on the We will get back to them within one day and get them on here so they can share their story with the world. As always, till next time, be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling because we are. Misfit Nation.